Alina and April. Some of the stories we tell are fun and interesting, but some of the subject matter is downright disturbing. Sit back and, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. Hey guys, Zelina here. April isn't with us today, so we're going to have to push back our season three premiere to next week. But don't worry, we have another pair of sisters who I'm so excited to introduce you to. Who They have lots of tales to tell. We picked one in particular to share with you this week. These new lovable sisters are just wrapping up their first season of their funny show, perfectly titled The Weirdos from Michigan. Their podcast has an array of topics ranging from true crime to hauntings. Sarah and Stacy Joe take you on a journey to part of Michigan where some of our family resides. Come to think of it, they're weirdos too. I wonder if it's in the water. Whatever it is, I love it. And I love Sarah and Stacy Joe. Weirdos are my people and I usually think of them as normal. Sarah and Stacy Joe bring you different stories uh, every week on many of the different platforms you listen to us on so you're able to find them easily. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Weirdos from Michigan. Why, hello, my weird weirdos from Michigan. Hi, weirdos. I'm Stacy. And I'm Sarah. And we are those weirdos from Michigan. So no good morning Vietnam today, huh? No, I figured that might get old, so I'll do it the next time. You know, we just went from really super, super quiet to just chatty chat chat. (laughs) I know, I don't know how to trans, you know, transfer that. I was focused. I I was was really focused on my story. Me too. And you know how I get ADD if I do too much at once. Yeah, me too. We got some special little stories for y'alls today. Of course, it's from Michigan. Of course. And they're weird. Yes, very weird. Mine is kind of true crime. All righty. Why not? I'm all out of coffee. You're all out of coffee. Would you need some more coffee? Uh, Maybe soon, but I think I'm good. All right. I mean, I should probably slow down. I'm a little jittery. Yeah. I didn't sleep very well last night. Those Steelers really freaking stressed me out, yo. Did they end up winning? 
they did, but buy oh, a butt man. hair. Buy a butt hair. Buy a butt hair. Did you get all your parlays? <sighs> no. Ooh. I accidentally did not bet on the money line. I bet it on like a 40 point score or something like that. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, that happens. So I've done that. You know, I'm new. <laughs> yeah, you'll get it. You'll get yes, it. Yes, but Brian won quite a bit of money. That's cool. But him and I were just like, come on, dude. Because they were like ahead for like a while. Yeah. Right. And I think they got a little, they slacked off a little bit. They got comfortable at the end. Yeah. The Bears came back and they ended up being a point ahead. The Bears did. Yeah. So they ended up coming back and getting a uh, touchdown. I'll tell you what, man. Those football players, like when they get ahead, it's like they slack off. I know. Like they just get sloppy. Right. They're like, oh, we're going to win. We're, we're going to win. Well, this I thought out. they had it in the bag. Like, I got really cocky, yeah. too. I was like, yeah, they got this. They you get know? cocky. You know, yep. I got real cocky, too. I'm like, they got this. They got this. And then, you know, the Bears started scoring, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I know that feeling. I know. Oh, I've, I've lost a few times. But I know. It's just getting it down. I was just like twisting and pulling my hair. Yeah. It was stressful. I know. I could see the stress in your eyes today. <laughs> You're like, dang it. But I think all that hype, you know, just I, I didn't sleep very well last night. I had to put my call map on. Yeah. And just kind of fall asleep. Today. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? I'm so ready. I'm going to be talking about the Michigan Ted Bundy. Ooh, I'm excited. They're a lot alike. Okay. A very, very much alike. So this Ted Bundy, they call him, which is really, really funny because Ted Bundy was after this guy, but this guy wasn't publicized as much, I don't think. Yeah. His name is John Norman Collins. Have you ever heard of him? No, I haven't. And he comes right out of Michigan, eh? He does. He was born in Canada. But he ended up moving to Michigan, his mother, Loretta. But he was born to Loretta June 17th, 1947. So he's an old guy. Yeah. His mother remarried this guy named William Collins. And just like Bundy, he had to change his name to Collins. Okay. His mother didn't stay married to men very long though so he ended up growing in a single parent household she worked as a waitress supporting john and his two siblings john was like an average american guy he went to central michigan he was your average frat boy he played football he wrestled he played basketball and baseball and he loved to party well yeah yeah he was like oh yeah and he's very charming and handsome just like ted bundy bundy but i don't see it perfect lure i don't see ted bundy being I mean, that unibrow, man. I know. I I mean, I, I know, know that was really, like, probably handsome in the, back in the day. It's but just I just, not, I don't get it's it. It's just not now. This guy yeah. was more handsome than Ted Bundy. But, you know, after you tell you, I tell you what he did, he, he's not anymore. Okay. <sighs> he uh, eventually transferred to Eastern University, Michigan, in Ipsy. And in Ipsy is where all these murders took place. Oh, boy. I go, I door dash out there a lot. That worries me. <laughs> <laughs> that, wor- that worries you? It worries me. It wor- worries you? I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, he was very good looking and he was fit from all the sports he played. He ended up as a model in a bodybuilding magazine. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. He also loved motorcycles, and he ended up getting one of his own so he could pick up the ladies. Those bad boys and motorcycles, you gotta watch out for those guys. Yeah, yeah. Many of his victims were actually seen with him on his bike, and that actually led to his capture. A lady named Rona uh, was not his victim, but he she ended up riding on his bike his bike with him not his bicycle right (laughs) motorcycle she was very reluctant to get on the bike with him she was like nah nah i'm good i can walk home and he kept convincing her and she just couldn't pass up that bad boy charming look so she got on the bike with him and they rode around and he actually went to all of the sites that the bodies were found or haven't been discovered yet And by this time, it was on the news and stuff. So Rana or Rona or whatever her name is, it's R-O-N-N-A. So I don't know. She was like, hey, you know, um, I was looking on the news and I saw that there there was bodies around here and stuff. And he goes, yeah, you want to go find some? So she thought nothing of it, but later... She discovered she she uh had a guardian angel looking over her because she ended up not being a Vic. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the victims and I'm just going to pull up my notes here. So Mary Flezar, it's F-L-E-S-Z-A-R. I'm not sure how to say that last name. Probably butchered it. She was 19. She was the first victim. She disappeared on July 18th, 1967. And she was found August 7th, 1967. She was spotted by a farmhouse in Superior Township. And that's actually two miles north of Ypsilanti. Somebody found her body as a mass of rotting flesh. Her clothing was found near the body and was identified to belong to Mary by her parents. They found out that she was stabbed about 30 to 40 times. She vanished from the e, the campus of EMU, which is where Collins was going. And actually, when she was getting examined by the mortuary, a guy stopped by and wanted to take pictures, but he was never identified. So they think that was Collins. Like, he just wanted to take pictures of her. Freako! Yeah, that's creepy. A few days later, Joan Schnell was only 20. She was the next victim. She disappeared July 2nd, 1968, and was found July 7th, 1968, so five days later. She was found in a construction site in Ypsilanti. Joan had been raped, and she was stabbed 47 times, which is crazy. Yeah, that's... I think that's it. I don't I don't think she was raped or anything. It didn't say anything like that. Oh, no, she was raped. Yep. Raped and stabbed 47 times. Marilyn Skelton was victim number three. She was only 16 years old. She disappeared March 21st, 1969. Was found March 25, 1969. So that was like four days later. He wasn't very good about hiding the bodies if they were finding them that quickly. I think he secretly wanted them to find the bodies. Probably. Collins actually jammed, and and this is kind of like a warning, a trigger warning for you guys. If you have been in a traumatic experience, maybe you need to fast forward a little bit. But she was raped. A branch had been jammed into the vagina, and she was severely beaten by the head and body. 
let's see, she was bludgeoned to death, so she wasn't stabbed. That's it on her. The next one is Dawn Bossom, and she was only 13 years old. Oh my gosh. I know. She was also raped. She was found half naked, and she's been she was strangled by a black electrical flex, and her breasts were cut off. So he escalated on this on this girl. Oh my gosh. She was found by a farmhouse. A short time later after her body was found, somebody torched the place. Mm -hmm. And then they chopped up five uh, lilac blossoms, and it was presumably for each victim. So they think the killer did it. Alice Collum was 23. She was the fifth victim. She disappeared June 8th, 1969, found June 9th. 1969 a day later her throat was slashed and a bullet was fired into her brain she was found by three teenage boys that found the farmhouse she was also raped she was stabbed repeatedly and then he cut her throat and then he shot her karen sue beanman uh Beinman, something like that she was 18 years old she was the one that led to his arrest she was found by a wooden gully by a doctor and his wife, and she had been <laughs> raped, beaten, and strangled. Her panties was actually stuffed in her mouth. Oh, my gosh. Yes. She turned up missing from her dorm. A few weeks later, her corpse was discovered. Her, her breast and stomach scalded with some kind of caustic liquid. I don't know what that means. Hmm. I'll look that up while you're still going. Yeah. It said it, said it was stuffed in her mouth, her panties. But it also said that the panties were stuffed in her vagina. So, so what maybe did he do? Both? Maybe ripped them? He maybe. ripped them, maybe? Maybe. There was also another victim, but she is not... I don't think they know if she she was his, but they presumed it was because it was so, so close to the murders. Roxy Phillips, she was only 17. She was dis disappeared June 30th, 1969, and she was found July 13th, 1969. She was so badly decomposed and nude she had a pair of sandals red and white cotton belt wrapped tightly around her neck so they don't really know what happened back in the 60s i'm sure again the crime unit wasn't superb <laughs> i found out what caustic liquid is what is it it's like the stuff they use to thicken soap and stuff it's like a thick solid liquid Oh, that's disgusting. Like, it's not a liquid at all. It's like, it turns, once it hits, like, moisture, it gets solid. Ew. Yeah. What a freak. So it's like caustic soda. He's gross. Yeah. So John Norman Collins went to trial. Like I said, um, Sue, I think her name was. Karen Sue. Beanum. Beeman. Led to his capture. Because um, she was found getting on his bike. She was closing up for the evening at a wig shop. And her manager was like, so what's going on? She's like, I must be really stupid because I'm going out with this guy that I have never met before. But he's super cute. I'm getting on his bike. Blah, blah, blah. The manager saw that, reported it to the police, and that led to John's capture. So he was he was put on trial August 19, 1970. He was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison he is now 74 he is still alive and he is he's in marquette 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 is that how you say it marquette state prison 
Yep, uh, Branch Prison in the UP, which is the Upper Peninsula here. He actually tried to change his last name to Chapman in the 1980s. That's his mother's maiden name. And she actually died in 1988, so I think it ended up going through. I guess his legal name's Chapman now. He tried many times to transfer to a Canadian prison, but Axis denied, buddy. I don't know why these guys think they have so many privileges. I don't know. After they do something like that. How could he even? Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. If you hear this, you're disgusting as shit. Yeah, we hate you. How could you? It's so terrible. Those victims. I mean, I don't feel like. I think it's funny that he wasn't recognized. Yeah. You know, I don't think Ted Mudney should be recognized either, but I definitely think these victims need to be recognized for sure. Yes. That's why we tell the stories, really, is because. And their families. And. You know, their families, too. Like. What they had to go through. I mean, all the lives that he tore apart. Yeah. I can't imagine losing my baby girl to no, that. I couldn't either. You know? It it grabs me by the boo-boo, man. <laughs> it really it's does. A, it's a bummer. It is. But I do find it fascinating. True, true crime fascinates me just because I want to know more about the person's brain. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, why do they do the things they do? Well, that dude's definitely... Sh- shy a couple stacks of a full load i know I mean, but he on. had such a normal life i mean there's many people that grow up with a single parent like yeah. what went wrong there like <laughs> right i mean did I just, he just do too many drugs and lost too many brain cells when he was partying like what happened something went wrong there i don't know but man to be that sick i know and that like, sick also, are they born with it or are they made? That's a big controversy. Yeah. There's actually, did I tell you this about the psychopath that's a brain surgeon? Yeah. Yeah. And he wrote a book about it. Yeah. Like he never has done any crimes or anything, but he's right. a psychopath. Like there's something in his brain that makes him that way. Yeah. I find that very fascinating. I'm probably going to have to read that book because I'll probably answer a lot of my questions. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, that was a pretty fascinating story, Says I know, I hope it wasn't too boring. I tried oh, not to make it that boring. that definitely wasn't boring in the sound effects. I can just hear them in my head now. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you've been great at editing. Oh, well, thank I've you. Been, thank I've you. been cracking up at all of our podcasts. <laughs> I probably won't be cracking up at this one, but, you know. It'll probably definitely keep sometimes, you on the edge of your seat. Sometimes you got to, you know, be serious and have a story and not laugh at it because there's nothing to laugh at here i mean it's terrible it is it's it is terrible and you know honestly i think people really need to pay attention you know and i think stuff like this really you know maybe opens their eyes a lot yeah well i that's what i tell my son a lot just be aware of your surroundings stop looking at your phone when you're walking yeah just look around make sure around you yeah if they don't feel right get out of there right yeah so all right you guys thank you so much for listening in and check yes. in to our next story which will be mccordy park somerset center michigan mm. this will be the haunted story oh yeah thank don't you. be normal it scares us and it's so weird it is so weird <laughs> bye guys bye
I really hope you enjoyed this preview of the Weirdos from Michigan podcast. Take a minute, head over to the show, which you can find easily. Hurry and catch up on the show before season two drops. Help support Sarah and Stacey Joe by heading over to their Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the WFM podcast. Thanks again for listening. April and I will meet you back here same time next week for season three. Until then, keep, keep it creepy. creepy.